coming at you from Summer Rain Studios. It's the latest episode of Rage Across the Internet. I'm your host, Porter. To my left, we've got producer Joey. Hey, guys. And to my right, the one and only Daniel Tyson. Hey, everybody. How are we all doing today? Pretty good. I am much better now that you didn't do some stupid making fun of me thing for the intro. It's been a while. So <laughs> he, I he think invites we, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so we did. Oh, damn it. Hit over my damn mouth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We should run it from the top. We should. You know, I, I, I think I think I am. Uh, I'm your host, Porter. To my left is producer Joey. Hey, guys. And owner of the Littlest Pet Shop, Mr. Daniel Tyson. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> hey, everybody. How are we all doing today? <laughs> better now. Yeah, I feel better now, too. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Your pain just makes us stronger. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so so here we are. Um, another uh, pretty gorgeous yeah. day. Looks like a fall starting to to teach us about temperatures, but <laughs> we're sneaking by, so that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. And um, if you, by the time you guys listen to this, we got Halloween just days away. Right. So I hope um, even with everything going on, you guys are doing something cool for the season. You know, get some friends together, do a marathon thing. If you got a party to go to, be safe, but hey, have fun. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, speaking of, we got a little something going on on our Discord. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, I thought we'd you know, bring this up at the top. This is going to be cool. <laughs> well, um, as you guys know, we uh, have a couple games mm-hmm. that uh, that run out of our Discord, and uh, we're going to have one on our forum soon. That's neat. I want to see how that one goes. Yeah, that's, um, it's, it's, you see, this is breaking news for Danny. I didn't tell him about this. Wow. Yeah, but, um, in fact, it might. Have started by now? It might have. I doubt it, but it's possible. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, so we're doing that. I'm looking forward to reading that. But, um, Echoes of the End, Mm -hmm. you know, one of our, uh, one of our Discord games run by, uh, Storyteller Sean. Yes. Is, um, holding a moot that, um, he's invited everyone to okay. just just everyone yeah <laughs> the, the the players of the um of the other of the other game they're, they're those players are invited you know just everyone in the discord if you're listening to this right now you're invited you're invited you can hop on to our discord which you can get to through our forums at rageacrossinternet.com and join us and that's um that's sunday uh, i thought it was it's either Halloween it, night or the night. No, it was the night it's before. It's the night before, so it's Oh, it's Devil's Night. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's Friday night. All right, yeah, so that'll be this Friday night, the 30th. Mm-hmm. Which is not tonight. It, it's the future. It is the future for mm-hmm. us. Yes. Future. And hopefully it'll be the future for the people listening, too. That'd be weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess they can download this whenever. <laughs> but if, so if, if you're listening and it's too late for you, sorry about your luck. If it's, <laughs> if it's still 2020... <laughs> Sorry about that. And, and it's October, and it's not the 30th yet, you're invited. <laughs> if, if you're tuning into this on Halloween, you're no longer invited. You can't come, and I'm sorry. But, yeah. Bummer. But it should be fun. Um, you know, um, various people tell us, I mean, we've been invited to participate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be telling a story uh, in character during the Songs and Stories portion of the mood. Do you know who your character is going to be yet? I'm not talking about it. Oh, you're surprising everyone. Yeah, yeah. Or I don't know yet. (laughs) Or or you don't know. Okay, I'll take that one. Little A, little B. Okay. I got some ideas. Yeah. I'll I'll come in as character. I I doubt I'll be telling a story. I think uh, 
enough Daniel Tyson slash Hunter stories have been told in this podcast without or with embarrassment. So oh, come on, <laughs> yeah, come on. We're doing it. Everybody's here, doing it, Danny. Right. Here comes the peer pressure. I, mean, I can't yeah, promise see. anything. <laughs> we'll be your friend. <laughs> oh, oh, now? You now you will? <laughs> Great. Now I'm definitely doing it. You can be part see? of the cool crowd. Best friends, come on, high five. <laughs> I think it broke my headset. <laughs> Creep. <laughs> no, but it should be a good time. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know. This is... Even if I don't tell a story or if I do, this is it's still going to be very cool to see a moot this size. And look, everyone can be, uh, everyone's social distance this way. That's true. It's, um, yeah, I know he's got plans. He's got some like events. I don't know the specifics, but mm-hmm. you know, it should be a great time. And we'll uh, probably post something on the, the, the main site yeah. in terms of narrowing down the times because I don't know that offhand. I don't want to speak out of turn. Right. So we can always make a post. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. But um, Facebook, th- our forums will have it. The website will have it. But we, we bring this up because, you know, we'd love for people to show up and have a good time. Yeah. But also, um, we thought it would be a good idea to do an episode on moots, seeing as that's the, uh, that's the coming the, event. The topic du jour. Right? <laughs> the weekly theme, huh? Why not? Okay. Like that. It's like a, it's a moot time, you know? You can have your own Halloween moot after the moot on Devil's Night. Yeah. So there you go. Very cool. I like it. This is moots a plenty. <laughs> so what is a moot? Well, a moot. <laughs> a, a moot sort of, uh, it, it's, I guess, there's a meeting in, in the simplest terms. Mm-hmm. Is, a, you know, subs hold moots usually on the monthly. Yeah. And there are different kinds of moots, but we're just, it, we're at the base fuck version yep. right now. And they're sort of like part town hall, part boardroom meeting, and part church. Okay. Depending on your tribe? No, just in general. Just or, in general. Yeah, maybe depending on your care then. Yeah, you know, I mean, you have to, I mean, how literal you take that, yeah, that right. does. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Glasswalker is usually literally in a boardroom. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's to uh, catch each other up on what's going on, to make plans if necessary, and to recharge the spiritual energy of the cairn, which is vastly important. Air any grievances, make any challenges. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Know. It's and I mean that's your business portion, but there's a lot more to them. And there's a there's different kinds of moods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, and I mean you start out with just your your sept wide moon. Right. And that's like that's the has, one that's usually monthly on, yeah. on the full moon, right? Yeah. Not necessarily on not the necessarily, full moon. Not necessarily, but like but more monthly. often than not. Well, it depends. It depends on... Depends on a lot of things. Depends on yeah. the set. Depends on the totem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's a big part of it. But, you know, that's vital for recharging the Cairns energy, mm-hmm. for keeping it powerful. You know, you skip a moot or two. And I don't mean, like, your character wasn't there for a moot. I mean, if the set skips, skips a moot or two, the totem reacts. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Rolls get harder, like, to... The gauntlet starts to increase. And hell, it, it can get so bad that the totem can abandon the cane. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a that's bad news. Yeah. So it's not that to be taken lightly. And I think I think I read in one of the books you have like five months at max leeway time before you have to start doing heavy duty rituals to keep the totem there, and one of those is the rite of cairn building. Oh. It, it can get that bad. And that's a big deal itself. Yeah. 
All right, so there's, you know, the sep moots and the cairn moots. What other kind of moots are there? Well, yeah, okay. Um, you know, uh, that's a good question. You, you've got a grand moot, and uh, grand moots are specifically, those are tribal-specific. Okay. You know, and I mean, again, all moots discuss, you know, sept or tribal, tribal in this case, business. business. You know, grievances and shit. I mean, that shit happens with all moods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this one is, tri- the difference is this is tribal specific. So whatever someone's up to, that's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, like, so if they have a tribal mood, I know that, you know, you're supposed to attend if you're of that tribe. But, like, is there a geographic, like, hey, I can't get there. Or I didn't hear about it till it was too late. Like, or it's just be here or fucking else. Well, I think that depends on who you are. Okay. You know, um... You know, depending on the tribe, you mean? No, depending on who you are. Oh. You know, I, I don't think that Echo Punches the Mountain is going to be missed at the next Grand Moot in, like, Frisco. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I don't think anyone knows who she is. Okay. True Silver Hills, however... Better be there. Better be there. Okay, so our anonymity and our lack of renown actually works in our favor. <laughs> right. To a certain extent. Now, yeah, that's to say that you could show up. You certainly couldn't bring, you know, Bloodhunter. Right. <laughs> you know, you would be unwelcome. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Kicked out of a child of Gaia mood. How does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm sure you are. Right. <laughs> So, Stop leaning in stereotypes, man. I, I didn't say a stereotype thing at all. What are you inferring? <laughs> I'm inferring. What's in your heart? That, you're, that you lean on stereotypes. That's what I'm I inferring. don't understand. I don't even know what that word means. Okay. <laughs> I have a stereo. Is that what? What kind of t- what type of stereo is it? Oh, it's um uh, Sony, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next type. <laughs> yes, sorry. <laughs> oh, those are conculations. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's probably the next step up. And these happen every few years or so. Okay. Uh, these are multi-tribal deals. They're led by the Silver Fangs. And it's kind of like they discuss the state of the affairs of the nation. You hear major grievances. Okay, so like the entire nation. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, and obviously they don't expect the entire nation to be there. That was going to... But, ask, but like probably your your major ranks. Yeah, there's there's a level of expectation. Well, and the the one piece I did notice about that is when they call one of these, it takes five elders from five different tribes to be represented. Okay. So that's a necessity. That is a necessity. That is one of the qualifiers. Like, you have to have an an elder from five different tribes. All agree that they need to call this, and it has to be for a certain purpose. Okay. And it's in a specific geographic location, like North America. Okay, so like neutral ground for everybody. Well, like the European guru are not expected to come to the North American. That was my next question. And we're not expected to go over there. But if you're in North America. At that time? At that time, you better be there. That sounds fair. And again, in a case like you guys, your lack of renown, you can probably get, should you know, (laughs) 
But I mean, you're like. But if we don't show up, no one's going to give a shit. Uh, people yeah, who know you might give a shit. Yeah. Okay. But you know the That's difference better. is, you know, your lack of notoriety plays to your advantage if you want to lazy out of something. Right. It's still ill advised because someone knows you and someone knows you weren't there. And if there's an axe to grind, who knows? And like, there's three months. It is held exactly three months to the day that those five elders decided to hold it. Hmm. And during those three months, messages are sent out to be announced at monthly sept moots. Okay. So Warning everyone, hey, exactly. it's almost time. Right, it's not yeah. like, hey, everybody, Tamazis was doing this. Yeah, it, it's like, <laughs> Tamazis? Hey. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy, it's local slang, I, I can't help it, it's not my fault. <laughs> no, it's like, hey, you remember in two months, hey, remember in one month. Right. Hey, you better be there. And the problem with these is that they leave Cairns unguarded, basically, because they're relying on the kinfolk and the spirits. Which is maybe not the best idea. And it's one of the reasons that is argued for not holding them. Well, I think at that point there should be a... um, And this can happen in your games. I don't know what, you know? Mm -hmm. But... um, you know, I talk about how your your lack of notoriety doesn't make you exempt, but makes it easy to go under the radar. Maybe they should leave certain people and accept there just or, to have a fucking some boots on ground, right? To For go defending. look, yeah, to go Silver Star Pack. You guys are great and all, but you're not coming. We'll, we'll bring you back notes. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll get you a t-shirt. <laughs> but yeah, t-shirt. so like you're wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, but I went to the moot. Why didn't I get a t-shirt? You have a t-shirt. It says Rage Across the Internet on the bottom, and it's got the logo. You like that? Yeah. It, it's actually a really cool shirt. Where'd you get that? Oh, RageCrossTheInternet.com. Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> anyway, so you were saying, Joey. <laughs> but yeah, so like they Shameless have... plug. They have like a, a list of pros and cons, and the reasons to hold it have to be more important than, you know... The problems that could arise, right? And I, and I think that's that's something uh, that's important to bring up. As you say, you know, it's got to be more reasons have to be more. Nothing minor happens at these. No, no, you no, know, no, no. you know, we talk about airing grievances and talking about news and stuff, and that happens at all moods. But this isn't the time to go. Timmy stole my juice box. No, this is not the place for that shit. No, this is this is like a threat to the nation. Yeah, right. You know, it, it's. If it's going to be a grievance like that, it's going to be something more along the lines of, hey, um, Bloodhunter murdered my father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a grievance that would be aired. But it, No juice boxes. You're damn right I did. But if, there's, <laughs> if, if there is a larger conspiracy of the worm that's been uncovered... Absolutely. That can be addressed mm-hmm. during this type of thing. So... That's where you get into the larger plots in these moods. Yeah. Well, it's also worth noting that um, that the the calculations are the type of moot where a silver pack is created. A silver pack. Yeah. Explain that. Um, well, thus the silver pack, I should say, the mm-hmm. silver pack. There's only one at any given time, and there are trials to join the silver pack, who are you know brought up together under Phoenix as the pack totem to uh, fulfill a certain purpose. And it's always large, something of great import. Mm-hmm. 
And the, the, the beauty of that is you do these trials, and at the end of the day, you um, they, they enact a right, and there's a little, for lack of a better term right now, like a gate of fire mm-hmm. they have to walk through, and Phoenix chooses who is worthy to be a member of the Silver Pack. I'm like, I'm so intrigued right now. This is so cool. <laughs> I mean, it, it's something that, again, there's only one at any time. Yeah. And it's, again, they're not here to solve the juice box issue. Yeah. Well, no. No, it's... No, no, no. it's, it's, it's and they're they're formed for a certain purpose. And once they that purpose is over, they're they disbanded. disbanded. However, not only can they be formed, but they can be renewed. That's true. Ooh. So you're like, hey, we're not done yet, you know. And you know, maybe renewed, it deals with a roster change. Yeah, yeah. That's up to Phoenix, frankly. Right. I was gonna say that's, <laughs> yeah. that's you know, the totem's decision. But again, you think about that too. You know, that's that's part of what makes the silver pack so special. Is Phoenix chooses you. Mm-hmm. You don't get together and say we're going to be a pack and do a totem quest. <laughs> Phoenix says, "I'll take this one, this one, and this one." Yeah. Essentially, and and there could be you know twenty that that decide to walk through that gate, and Phoenix is like, "No, I want these guys." And, and here's the thing of that like three of those twenty. Well. Well, you know, probably pick five, yeah. but here's the thing. Of those 20, there were probably 200 that tried out that yeah. didn't well, yeah, make the cut to the final. Honor. Yeah. That sounds like a huge honor. That I mean, just the name alone, just like, ooh, my eyes are huge right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly. They're also up there, Joey. <laughs> <clears throat> Fuck you. <laughs> could, you. Could you draw me a map? I need a map. You got it, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to have a pen. No. Pencil. Pencil only. I forgot everything I was going to say. Move on. Okay. What I liked was they they gave an example why one of these congolations would be called. And it was the stargazers leaving the nation. Many congolations were called to address this one specific issue. If you think about that, I mean, the secession of an entire tribe is a significantly big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But that gives you, like... An idea. An idea. Yeah, of, the scale. Of the scale we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, congolations were called all over the world to deal with the stargazers moving to the beast courts. And it was multiple Congo be- Yes. That word. Congolations? Congolations? Congoline? I'll fix it in editing. Please don't, please don't, please don't. There's enough you got to fix already. I haven't heard anything. I think he's talking about the false start at the beginning. No, I, I, I kind of like want, that. Yeah, I, I thought I that was like, all going to yeah, stay in. It is. Okay. Jesus. It is. All right, fine. Um, so they held multiples because they were dealing with whether they you know, were basically going to allow them to leave mm-hmm. the nation. And then how to deal with the repercussions as they thought of them. Not to mention what do we do with the ones that don't leave. Right. Can they be trusted? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And will and, they still be stargazers? Or will they well, be chosen by another totem? I mean, I'm sure it's all all decisions. I'm sure they're all questions. All questions yeah. within the mood, yeah. Yeah. And I mean it just it's a ripple effect. So they had multiple worldwide to deal with this. Oh, that's cool. Now that said, you know, thankfully, because of the lost battle, the Stargazers never left, but it's a right. perfect, ex- it's a great example, you know. Um, now that said, there's also the Imperial Moots. Mm. Well, there's actually the Grand 
conga line. <laughs> what? The grand conga line. The grand conga line. Okay. Um, could you say that word for me again? <laughs> Concolations? Yeah, that one. Grand um, concolation. <laughs> Teamwork. And see, the thing is, is I'm probably saying it wrong. <laughs> I'm sure someone will write in and tell you. No, they won't. <laughs> Let's just go look at this asshole. All right, someone's just going to throw it on Facebook. No, they'll just snicker. <laughs> Concolation is how I read it. Yeah, but that's, that's I'm doing the same thing. Here. Yeah. Um, that is a worldwide moot. So wherever you are, If you you're summoned to, to that, you better be there. Yeah. And it is um, called so infrequently that... Basically, nobody alive today remembers one. Um, and again, the lost meta. One was called about the red star. And Delios. And the perfect, the birth of the perfect metas. Uh, you know. And those that those were combined for one grand move. <laughs> you know, I I, I gotta say. They, they didn't do it. I wish they had, and, and they won't now, and for several good reasons. But I would have loved to have seen that moot. Mm. Like, to be a fly on the wall when the Red Star appeared out of fucking nowhere, and now we got this perfect menace running about, yep. or being carried about. Right. You know, and everyone just losing their goddamn minds. I would have loved to have been a part of to just be a fly on the wall for that, you know, yeah. and just seen that scene or read that scene or whatever. Yeah, but that's that was why one grand concolation was called, and that was it. But yeah, that's the level it takes to call one of those, and it's if you're on this planet, you're expected to attend. <laughs> you know, the only way you get a pass is if you're in space. In which case? You better land that spaceship and attend the friggin' moot. Someone have a tribal totem of a fucking spaceship? I don't know. Maybe they do. That's <laughs> fucking General Lee. Yeah, I was, gonna, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. So, <laughs> you know, anything. Here's a silver possible. platter. <laughs> Just, okay, now on to the Imperial moots. Well, thank you. Anytime. <laughs> I just figured you were jumping over that one. Oh, I figured that was going to be after this one. Mm. Because, theoretically, in Imperial Moots are more frequent. Oh, well, yes. Cause so the Grand Congolations are the highest of all order. And you skipped the Imperial ones. Now well, it's you, well, you, there's an argument to be made. Okay. See, the Imperial Moots are called only by Silver Fang Kings. And only in the most critical times. There have been less than 20 in all of history. Okay. They give any uh, examples of when one was when one was called? Oh, actually, the last one was in 1855. Holy shit! Which, if memory serves, was um, when they dealt with the Eater of Storms. Okay. Or the Storm Eater, excuse me. Okay. So that's yeah. the threat significant enough to bring that about, and that's about all I got on them. Hmm. It's that you know, infrequent. Well, less than twenty. So, I mean, what does that tell you? Right. I mean, like, I don't know if the Grand Concolation is... It, you know, like, yeah, where, where, which yeah. which are we considering a bigger deal? And which one's more rare? Right. So... Yes. I get where you went. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time. Okay. Which is which is the bigger deal? Which is I guess if you're in a Silver Fang, it doesn't matter about the Imperial Moon. It doesn't, moon. yeah. 
Yeah. Unless you're about to fight the Storm Eater back in time <laughs> or running Wild West. I don't know. But the, those are the different. And it's not but even, again, a Wild West campaign absolutely. could deal with that. Absolutely. Hell, you could bring them back. Yeah. I wanted to for a while. but Nice. So that might be in your guys' future. No. Because I think that's neat. But um, that's not even it. It's a future problem. Yeah, maybe. It's not even it for Moons, though, because, you know, the different tribes, you know, they have, and not necessarily all of them, but there there are other types of Moots mm-hmm. brought to us by various tribes. Yes. And I know um, that you both knew that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, yes, we did. I have to suspect that there might be some people here with some things to say about it. Um, Danny took a couple notes on a couple of his rides. I thought yeah. you might have. I, I thought I you might have. I might picked picked a couple of them. Might have read your maps. <laughs> what you got for us, Mister Tyson? You always yell at me for getting away from your maps. Yeah, Why are my, my maps aren't important to you. No, I'm a storyteller. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All of the maps are his maps. Yeah, fine. Here you go. Here's my notes, Porter. Go ahead and tell them what they got. All right. It says pick up kitty litter. <laughs> Eggs, bread. Look at this. Sorry, wrong list. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, uh, yeah, I picked a couple tribes just so, you know, this wasn't too much research for today, but uh, like Glasswalkers. Like their moods are, yeah, you, you've already said, they're more like in a boardroom. They're business meetings. Yeah, they're business yeah. meetings. But everything I kept reading, it, it very much reminded me of like, Wise guys, like like wise guy movies, Untouchables. Everyone's at a table, everyone's discussing what's going on, and all of a sudden one guy gets bashed in the back of the head because he was the traitor all along, or something along those lines. They even talk about having like bare knuckle uh, boxing matches, the little Fight Club flavor. Yeah, a little Fight Club. And then to me, I, I see like some of the guys in suits all making bets on the fights. <laughs> I could see very, that. Very, very fight club. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see it too. Yeah. I just, not only that, but there were a few that were so super specific. It was on the 23rd of each month at 12.37 a.m. for okay. the Glasswalkers. And that was because, uh, I'm trying to remember who it was. Dave in accounting? Dave in accounting. Sure. Uh, I, they, they gave a specific name and I don't remember. But it was that night specifically because it was lucky to them. It was there was an attack at a cairn at the cairn while they were holding a moot. So they had all their defense already there to take care nice. of it. It's, it's good timing. <laughs> so and that's and they and ever since then they continue it at the twenty third of each month at twelve thirty seven AM. Hmm. I just thought that was really cool. That is really cool. No, that is cool. Oh what else you got, Taylor Durden? <laughs> <laughs> Tyson. Yeah, I was Tyler, trying to. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Yeah. Almost. I'm reaching a bit, but I'm not sorry. No, I didn't figure you would be. Uh, the other one I picked was the Get. Okay. Um, there wasn't a crazy amount there, but usually, you know, and I know we haven't talked about it just yet, but the the list, the. The dangerous list. don't list? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. The, the different. I don't know what you're doing. He's yeah, doing he, weird hands. He's stuff. making shelves, platforms. He, he, he's showing us his... He gave us the finger. Mi- mimery. Keep going. We'll help. Trying. 
Context clues. Give us something. The someone's opening hole, inner sky, crackling the bone. The, 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 stories the, revel aftermath. Right, those the others. Chronology. Yes, thank you. Thank you. So, mm-hmm. yes, the chron. We didn't really talk about the chronology. Damn it, <laughs> chronology of the mood itself. But um, as far as the get go, the uh, most of them go. Their discussions are um, definitely for preparing for battle. Okay. Um, but they're opening hell. They love praising Fenris. Mm-hmm. So do you want to go into the chronology of Amut? Uh, we can. I, I've got a couple tribes here. Uh, differences in moods as well. But uh, Do we want to cover the chronology and then finish our tribes? I suppose we can. And, you know, let everybody know, like, what's involved in Amut. Okay. Well, the first is the summons. Okay. Calling all the Garu within that vicinity. Just letting them know, hey, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, time for the moot. Let's go. It's it's a moot alarm clock. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. And once everybody gathers in the assembly area, right. then they have the opening hell. Yeah, but even before that, there's, there's usually like... Friendly challenges. You know, while they're waiting for the hell, there, there might be some wrestling matches or. Well, everybody's getting together, shooting the shit. Right. Like, you know, it, it's it, they're passing the time, waiting for everybody to get there. Yeah. So. Well, I was reading one. There were there were some challenges for the good seats. Well, yeah. <laughs> and again, that depends on your tribe. Right. Because you know the more. The more, you know, I don't want to say violent because they're all violent. Mm-hmm. But Rage the more masters. warlike and, you know, the get, the the furies, they're going to they're gonna solve it with, you know, a fight. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the children, they might solve it by seniority or, you know, definitely last walkers solve it by seniority. Yeah, absolutely. You know. So there's different ways of going about getting, quote, the good seats. <laughs> I just thought it was funny in there. Yeah. And then then there's the opening howl. Right. Which can be singular if you're near a populated area. You probably don't want, you know... Everybody here. Everybody <laughs> howling. Um, but it can be. Yeah. There's other ones where as soon as that opening howl happens, everybody joins in. But there's some where you better not. Right. You, you Once it happens, you sit down shut up. Yeah. So what do you say about that, Porter? Well, you, you guys just said it, so <laughs> nothing. Well, no. <laughs> you had something, though. Well, the, yo, you just said it. <laughs> sit down, shut up? Yeah. Well, we were talking earlier, and you said don't be the second one to howl. Right. You know, if, if you're in a, if you know, as a player, mm-hmm. if you're... You know, you're in a mood, you're in an unfamiliar location. Shut up. <laughs> Don't be the second one to help. No, because if that's not what they do there, you're the asshole. And yeah. you're, you know, that punishment might be a cuff in the back of the head. It might be something else. You don't know what to do. Just make sure you're not the second one to do anything. If everyone else starts doing it, then go ahead and join in. Exactly. It might actually be a good idea to join in, but not until then. Okay, so what's the next part of the move? Well, for then we go to the inner sky. Okay. 
And this is the part of the movie where we, uh, it's about honoring and strengthening the King and Totem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one is uh, about the Caller of the Wild, mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, at the opening howl, that would be the master of the howl. But the Caller of the Wild handles the inner sky. And um, what that looks like is different no matter what sept you're in, mm-hmm. because every sept has a different totem. Right. Right. And so, you know, um, the, what, it, what it takes to appease Owl isn't going to cut it with Fenris. Right. So what you're going to do there is is you want, the idea behind that is you want a representation, you know, an avatar of the totem to appear. Okay. At which point you ask it for its blessing. Now, how you go about that. Different per totem. Different per totem. How you go about asking, different per totem. Mm-hmm. And so as a storyteller, you know, you want to keep a material and spiritual correspondence in mind. Yeah. You know, um, you get someone like Fenris or Boar, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe uh, maybe a little ritual fist fight or a blood sacrifice or something would be in order. Mm-hmm. But um, I have a feeling that Unicorn would frown on those things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so is this when they give the... Totem, the gift of Gnosis? Um, sometimes. That, that that happens later as well. Strength of the Cairn. Okay. But Gnosis is, is fed into the Cairn throughout the moat. You know, um, and that's, that's a tricky thing to say. You know, it's like, because how do you give, you know, you have Gnosis. I'm going right. to think a lot about how much I love Gaia yeah. in you. <laughs> the fuck? But... You know, it's it's traditionally here or during the revel. We'll, we'll get to that. Right. But that this is that, that is the end. That <laughs> yeah. is the end. Um, but you know, again, it's uh, for for a storyteller. Mm-hmm. You know, this this can be the hardest part. Okay. Because you know, depending on how comfortable you are with spirits, and again, those correspondences, what it's going to take, and describing their their majesty, and while we're at it, moot is going to happen again, r- r- roughly on the monthly at your sept. Mm-hmm. You need to come up with a way to either keep your pack busy enough that they're not there for a lot of boots. Yeah. Or well, and, you know, make sure that every time that a totem the totem shows up, it it's important. It's right. majestic. You don't ever want to get bored in an avatar of Fenris. <laughs> oh god. Ooh, no way. You no. know. You know, goddamn um Griffin shows up and you're like, oh, it's him again. <laughs> That's never the attitude that your players should have. And from a player perspective, this is a time for quiet and reflection and, you know, getting into the spirit of the moat. You know, but this is not a time for you to be talking. Yeah. So, again, just sit there and enjoy the show. This is not about you. Now, what if we bring up, you know, Arcept, Sweet Summer Ring. Okay. Yes, no? If, yes? If you must. Okay. And... Arsat Totem was Kinderheart. Which is nothing. Okay. It's not a real thing. It's well, a yeah, it's, it's a homegrown <laughs> one. But, but I think it's important because it's, it's almost got two forms. Oh. It really does have two forms. Yes, that's correct. So it's, you know, it's the winter solstice and then the summer solstice. And you've made it very apparent for each of those moots when those happened, the differences between the two forms. Yes. And yes, yes, it's a homebrewed one, but I, but I think that's important because, it, you know, the one being the rage totem, correct? It, it um, no, <laughs> but it, right, it is, <laughs> it's a war totem. War totem, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. 
So, but yes, it is a more aggressive, more mm-hmm. rage-influenced environment. And then the other being more of like a peaceful. Yes. Okay. You know, it, it's that it's that duality. You know, um, you have the, the, the two of the masculine, you know, the, fem- the masculine and the feminine. There you go. You, you know, um, you know the 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 love and hate, the war and peace. It, you know, there's the duality there. Right. You know, um, it's spiritual versus physical. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yes, there's the the two moods, in fact, on the solstices that help uh, where where she changes forms. Right. And so, yeah. And you've brought enough detail into both of those where we can tell there's a difference of what's going on right now and how important that is at that time. Well, and you've been to one of each. Yes. Right? Okay. You haven't, Joey. Yeah, well, I have. Have I, you? Yeah. Were you a both? Yeah. As Over the years players. or just a well, random Over the years. Oh, I was okay. say, yeah. as different players, but yeah. yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> I was going to say, what? No. What a weird coincidence. You know, it's <laughs> one of those things like they have the monthly moods, sure, mm-hmm. because of course they do. Right. And then they have a, you know, grand sept, you know, moot on those solstices. So it's a bigger deal for the sept than just the regular monthly moot. Right. They, they, uh, for that, they open the doors for this yeah. particular, I don't want to, it's not officially a rite because it's happening anyway. They didn't do it. Yeah. You know, the totem's doing it. Mm-hmm. But I guess they kind of made the rite surrounding the right. fact that it's happening anyway. Exactly. It's the rare flower that blooms twice a year. And that we didn't make an event to make the flower bloom. We're having an event because the flower's blooming. Right. That makes more sense. You know? yeah. So, yeah, you get you get thurges from all around. But, again, that's part of... Um, I don't want to get too deep into it. But that's a bit of the mystery of that totem. Because no one... It's, it is a homebrew. No one had heard of this fucking spirit before. Mm-hmm. No, it, they're, they're having trouble understanding what this thing is and why it's here. But it certainly fucked up some people's plans. <laughs> <laughs> I could say that. So yeah, I mean that's a it's a great example of a particular type of mood, mm-hmm. you know, around an event. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it also depends on what type of Karen it is, you know, because a Karen of love or of peace is going to have a different mood right. than, you know, one that is, you know, a Karen of honor or a Karen of, you know, war. Sure. So it, it depends, you know, you really should know what type you're going into that you're going to have the mood at. Well, and ideally, um, your storyteller will help with that by giving you a sense of, not, not just the geography, mm-hmm. but how the place feels. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys walk to the Sept of the Western Eye. You walk to it. But you, you get to the right, Sept of the Western right. Eye. And, you know, I describe it as serene and peaceful. Right. You know, I, I talk about the scents that are lingering in the air. And I don't know if I always do, but, like, I attempt to, to maybe talk a little softer, a little slower, because there's no danger here, because it's calm and it's peaceful. And everything's okay. However, if you were to go to the Sept of the Blood Fist, you know, I might speak harsher. You know, I might use words that are a bit meatier or a bit more visceral, you know. Have a little bit of bite to it. Exactly. Because you're in the shit now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just this huge grin at me right now, like about to eat my fucking hand. Okay, so what's... So the inner sky, 
That's, yeah. that's about appeasing the total, making the totem happy. Strengthening, strengthening the sept. Yes. The totem. Okay. What's the next section? Well, from there we go to cracking the bone. Which <laughs> love that name. I, yeah, I think the name is cool as hell by itself. It, 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 like I agree, and it's shocking that we're not making funny jokes right now because we just think it sounds that cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's... Like, if you listen to this show, how are we not, not making jokes about this? <laughs> Have you listened to this show before? Yeah. But this is this is where the sausage gets made. And again, see? Now, yeah. See, you're laughing. There's again, a joke right I there. wasn't making a joke. That was just an unfortunate phrasing there. See, I was even going to put a hat on the fact that I didn't make a joke on it. And Danny had to laugh. Yeah, so, sorry. That's yeah, all right. Danny. It's all right, man. You weren't, you weren't ready for it. You're right. Um... <laughs> But this is where the drama comes from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they say, arguably, this is probably the most important part. Arguably, I would agree. Mm-hmm. You know, a, from a player standpoint, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because you player guys standpoint, wake but, up, you finally have shit to do. Right. <laughs> Hopefully. 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 Whereas yeah. Inner Sky might be more important for the storyteller himself. Well, it's uh, the show. <laughs> you know, no, you're right. It, it's that 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 uh, mud castle, that sand castle, mud being built for Kinderheart, who clops up and absorbs all the fucking water out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, or the 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 what was it? The hand cut with the icicle. Mm-hmm. And she drinks the blood in the in the melted water, and you know, that's that's putting on a show for everybody. This is the business, right? And that's um, that's the truth catcher's time. And what goes on during the crack in the bone, Danny? Uh, that's usually when you have your challenges, any concerns, uh, any plans coming up, any plans they need to make, um, maybe even justice for some kind of punishment, something, okay. something wrong, and and maybe even the some, the, the the recognition. Of well, well, now that's a big that's a big one. Mm-hmm. You know, that's because, freaking huge. Yeah. Because that's the time when, uh, you know, Bloodhunter, who does not have a galliard, mm-hmm. is going to have to stand up and demand recognition for their renown. Right. And if you do that, you goddamn better have a story for the next section, but we'll get there in a minute. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, rights of accomplishment are handed out. Right. Which solidifies that renown is what that is. That's a right that says you're, it's real. We acknowledge your renown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and lucky for Hunter, it's not hard to show that... That story. Dude, that that, that could have been a lawn mowing accident. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a truth catcher there. There is a truth catcher there. There you go. So you know, and there's a so thing. Don't maybe don't lie. Yeah, don't. Well, definitely don't lie. Don't you fucking get caught lying during a moot, man. Oh, that's got its own punishments in itself. Yeah. Well, and the fact that like it's where renown is handed out. Maybe they can also take it away. Turns out. <laughs> we go back to justice and punishment, yeah. and those are things. Um, you know, if you happen to be a truth catcher, mm-hmm. you know, probably that's the storyteller playing an NPC. Mm-hmm. But if you happen to hold that sept position, well, before you say that, are there could there be multiple truth catchers? No, no, just the one. It, it's a, well, it's a sept position, so if there's okay. one truth catcher. There could be he might have assistance. Okay, you know, he could go. You three help me do this, but. Okay, that's fair. I'm just curious. No. I think there's not a vice truth catcher. (laughs) (laughs) Let me imagine, like, the the bigger moots, you know, the more people there. Well, sure. Again, then they might, you know, you two come here. You're going to do this. But the truth catcher, that's an official set position. Gotcha. 
But if you happen to have that position, this is kind of neat. During the cracking of the bone, the truth catcher has the ability to forbid anyone from speaking. Yep. I saw that. Regardless of rank or station or anything. Mm -hmm. You can look your step leader in the eye and tell him to shut his craw. Wow. Yeah. That's that's awesome. (laughs) But, But they also say... You better not be doing it just out of spite. Oh, no, that'll come back and bite you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You better not be doing it out of spite. You better have a reason for doing it. But, I mean, you can do it out of spite. You can. Well, that's yes, you can. It's, you better not, though. Yeah, but you'll have, you have a whole other month before that yeah. punishment comes your way, so. <laughs> I'm just saying you can. Yeah, maybe do just, it and hope they forget. <laughs> They're not going to forget. Yes. Yeah, no. They're highly doubtful they forget. Have <laughs> you played World before? <laughs> I don't come here often. It's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you you know, you got it. You know, the cracking bone, it's all about the raising concerns, the justice. It, it's the business. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, it, it might be where your storyteller foreshadows your next chronicle or the next looming <laughs> threat a couple chronicles away. Right. It, that should, should be happening. No, no, you're right. Um, the one I got a lot out of it was, you know, being part of the litany was, you know, no challenging the alpha at any time of war. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's usually where this happens. It's, this it, is this is challenging for it's alpha or uh, set position. It's certainly hard to argue that they're at war during the mode. I mean, the arguments get floated, right. but it's it's yeah. a way harder. It's a way harder, but I mean, it's not the only time. No, no. but it's it's way more often than not. Because, like, down in the Virginia games. Yes. Like, there was no mood. You just you walked up there and handed them. made those other two gentlemen cry. <laughs> Jerk. But, You're, again. She was like, leaving in two days. And, and made people cry. And she's <laughs> like. These two have no business out there. They're irresponsible. They're ill-trained. They're going to get talented warriors killed. House arrest them. And I'm the real dad now. I challenge you for <laughs> I'm leadership. I'm the real dad. Prove me wrong. Now, now reload my guns and cook me breakfast. And that's <laughs> that more or less. Basically, yeah. Basically. <laughs> well, okay. Well, you you know, made him cry. He made his own bed. Shadow thought, rub my feet, but let her bake it in eggs. <laughs> that was that was what happened. N- not accurate. It's close. <laughs> close enough. I was like, give me your gun. <laughs> now reload it and hand it back to me, <laughs> peasant. <laughs> and he did it. He had no right being alpha. <laughs> Just... Brutal. <laughs> All right, back Brutal. At it. Back at it. So yeah, that doesn't have to be. But it doesn't have to. Yeah, you, you, you could you could ruin people's days like uh, <laughs> producer Joey. And I, I agree, it doesn't have to be. But from what I'm reading, especially at a at, at get um, moots, that, that's where it happens most. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And you know, it's it's a good show when it happens. I yeah. mean, if you do it right, it can be. I, I remember. Um, I think it was your guys' first moot. Uh, Danny. Maybe. Because yeah, mm. we're on his radio, it's not video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Danny, I think it was your guys' first moot where um, uh, Zan was going, he was doing his rank two challenge. 
Correct. Is that correct? Where he was so, yeah. in a uh, combat to first blood with Whiplash. <laughs> that was so fucking awesome. And see, I'm glad you say that. Yeah. Because that was the thing. Is this the storyteller I had to... Because again... You had to paint that picture. Right. Because again, the NPCs aren't there to just give you exposition. Right. They 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 go up in rank. They lose members. They lose limbs. Mm-hmm. They have shit to do with their day. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I did have to paint that picture of this, this Aaron trying to become rank two. Yep. And having to fight someone, he really... <laughs> well, way out of his league. <laughs> right. Should not be fighting. But it was only the first blood. Right. And if I remember correctly... Hold on. The words were, Whiplash likes to make his victims bleed from the inside first. Yes. <laughs> is, is Zan had pissed him off. Yep. So he was doing everything he could to keep all the blood in. Yep. <laughs> Several all the bleeding would the be internal. Yep, all internal bleeding. Mm-hmm. Some kicks to the ribs, punches it, to the diaphragm. Did, did never hit him in the nose. Yeah. Never, you know, nothing, nothing in the nope, not in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. And all in Hamid too. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas with you know the challenge that that Jasmine had, it was again to first blood, mm-hmm. and. She finished it immediately in, in one roll. He did not get a shot. She had better initiative. Boom, done. Did she go to Klaus? No. Stayed in Hamid? Uh, she grew claws and partial trans. Yeah. Yeah. She partial transformed. That's what, that's what Zan did too. I was going to say Zan did it too. Yeah, well, shit. Grew claws, somersaulted over the top of. Richard's Whoever. character? Yeah, uh, Shredder Claw. And scratched his cheek. Yeah, that's... Very similar. Yeah, like, unintentionally so, but I clearly was inspired by... Because <laughs> yeah. it's it's very similar. Um, Zan threw dirt in Whiplash's good eye. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And managed to just get a little... Yep. yep. Yeah, no, she, um, she went running at him, partial transformed somersaulted over the top of him and scratched his cheek. Just boom, done. Yep. No, I, I remember with Zans because he, he, he very, very similar did the same thing. But then when the challenge was over, <laughs> then he started to cough up blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he made sure he held it in. Okay, I've got it. Now it's time. <laughs> and but, then uh, Butchers in the Shadows won a lot of money. Yep. Yeah, but no... um I mean, Jasmine, it was just insult. It was, see, I told you. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. And not for nothing, they did um, that story mm-hmm. uh, that led up to, to, to that decision, to, to Joy's decision is the character Jasmine. Um, they, they were fighting a higher rank vampire, and they were assisted by a higher rank pack. Yes. Uh-oh. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, is the pack could have handled this fine on their own. <laughs> oh man! But the cubs were these kids were in the way. So you, did you set them up, or did they set themselves up for failure? They uh, almost got somebody killed. And then that was the thing is, um, it was the Silent Howl. They were teamed up with the Silent Howl, who Which, just could have handled. Yeah, it. clearly can just handle it. And um, they got Ron's arm ripped off. And one of the players had to do his death roll. So they had a bad day already. Yeah. And, and then, and the then Joey made him cry. 
And then to finish the fight, Jasmine had to jump on a flaming vampire and stake it. Because they're like, it's on fire. I got to still stand here. In the meantime, Sage got mind controlled, so the rest of the howl are trying to keep Sage from killing everyone in the fucking room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, there was their asses lot. to hell. There was a lot. I did not make this <laughs> this decision lightly. But that's all not part of a move. No. No, we just got on a tangent. Yeah. Okay. In the middle of describing the sections of a movie. Yeah, I can, I can fix it in editing. You won't. <laughs> and, and, like, I almost dare you. Because you want to keep all of it. <laughs> so it's like you just jigsaw it around. Oh, man. <laughs> so do we skip on to the next part of the movie? I think we had better. Yeah. All right. So Cracking um, the Bone to what next? Songs and Stories. Which is exactly what it sounds like. They're not trying to trick you. Yep. Well, this is the time for the Galliards to shine, though. Yep. Uh, the or the Philodoxes. <sighs> you don't have a Galliard. If you don't have a Galliard, it's right there in W20. <laughs> if you don't have a Galliard, it's up to your Philodox of each back. And uh, this is where the Tail Singer takes over. This is his section of the map. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there are steps out there where only the Tail Singer tells stories. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're doing that, that's not much fun. No. You know, like I'm advising your storytellers out there, don't don't do it that way. Have everyone go around. You know, um, the way I like to do them is we have Swing Bird, you know, our, our resident, our tail singer. Mm-hmm. And he'll, you know, he'll pick someone. Usually there's volunteers. Yeah. I mean, there's always volunteers. You know, be them NPCs or you guys or whatever. But you have a couple stories told. Yeah. You know, uh, Dead Man Dempsey will tell a story. He's not the Philodox, he's not a Galliard, but he's better at it. <laughs> you know, they'll have Jamie play a song, you know, over at the, the, the Silver Star Pack. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll make Danny say something and he'll be angry at me the whole time. <laughs> That's because I lost the arm five minutes previous and had a story I was going to tell. And how could I not tell the story of how I lost an arm? Well, no, you have to tell the story. Right, right. How do, you go to, how do you go back to your own sept? Now you're in a mood and you're missing an arm and not tell everyone how you're missing an arm. Yeah, like not address it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, I've always been like this. Shut up. <laughs> I lost a little weight. It's fine. Yeah. And I had, because I knew the mood was coming. Yeah. And I had a story and I had practiced it because I don't do well speaking. But it's, it's good to like practice. This. Get on this. And then we lose the arm. And so then, now what? <laughs> Right? Well, Damn now it. you know what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, true. At least it wasn't a question as to what, you know. And that, that was the other good thing. At least it was so recent that I didn't have to leave anything out. <laughs> well, let's, let's look at that the other way, too. We had a moot where uh, we had Swimming Bird. It was about, I had a story planned. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember this. Remember this? Oh, yeah. And, you know, when you're writing these moots, you, you want to get the color, you want to get the flavor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the last person to talk sits down and Singbird comes up and he's like, oh, children, I think perhaps it's my turn. What story should I tell today? And so, you know, here's someone yells out this story and someone yells out that story. Oh, no, no, I think I think perhaps we should talk about this. And fucking Tom. <laughs> Tom goes, why don't you tell this one? Yep. And, um, I mean, it was topical because it was a story about how Tom's grandfather, Crimson Go, or Tom's grandfather was... Um, Lennox Ashman. Thank you, Lennox Ashman. Um, Thomas Crimson Ghost. Mm-hmm. So Ghost's grandfather just died mm-hmm. and had run with these elders mm-hmm. for like 15 years. 
You know, they hadn't seen each other in a while. They were, you know. Yeah. But the once upon a time, they were 15-year packmates. They met during World War II, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so he goes, Len- you know, Lennox just died. Tell a story about that. Tell, tell us how you met Lennox. Yeah. <laughs> and I had this whole fucking story that had nothing to do with this shit planned. <laughs> Yep, you had you and, had a completely different story planned. Yeah, it's so much in, like I did. And in character, there's no reason. Yeah. For you not to tell that story, right? <sighs> Fuck. Okay. Here we go. Outside of brothel in Munich, <laughs> <laughs> it turned into a pretty good joke, though. No, it was it was actually wasn't bad. It was funny, but it was completely fucking improv. And good on you because it was impressive. Because once we once we learned it was improv. Afterward, we're like, wait, what? We thought you had that in the can waiting to go. Yeah, it was a little irritating. <laughs> so I I give you credit on that one. I, I also give credit for Tom for fucking you pretty badly on that one, though. He, he got me again. He did. He you got know? you. And I probably should have seen it coming. That was on me. But, you know, we pulled it out. We had a good story out of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um Fighting a brothel. <laughs> yeah. Lennox threw some folks out the window. They're like, hey, let's investigate what happened there. <laughs> Why are there Germans flying out of windows? <laughs> we, should, um, we should... It's Munich. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's well, the velocity was a little oh, high that okay. time of year, though. Oh, okay. It's with the, the wind speed and the, the, the atmosphere, it should have been... Much louder. Right, so... Got it, got it. Okay. You, know, the, was... you lick the finger, you're like, no, no, that... That's the wrong direction. That wind speed is all wrong. So they had to go look. It's like, why are there Germans in Munich? Hmm, let me think about this. It's during World War Two. You know? It's especially a weird <laughs> right. time for there to be Germans. <laughs> okay. In, in, in Germany? Yes. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, the songs and stories um, from a storyteller. This is This is time to... To help um, keep the world alive, mm-hmm. you know, um, have different NPCs tell some stories. Have your tale singer tell a story, but have the players tell stories too, you know. And again, these NPCs aren't—you're not in cardboard town. Make them real living people, so that you get—you get to know what they've been up to. Mm-hmm. You get to hear adventures. You can foreshadow something again. You can foreshadow something that's coming. You know, when you're going to get your renown, you got to tell a damn story, right? Yeah. And again, that's that's the time for the Galliard of the Pack to shine. Or the Philodox. <laughs> hey, Chris, are you still listening? You want to zoom in on one of these? I, I think he does. <laughs> I, I think he would love to sit down and play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> zoom in on our moot just so I don't have to tell a story. No, you're going to have to tell a story shh, anyway. Shh, shh. Okay. We've been tricked. He, we have. He, he's tricked us. <laughs> so from there we move on to the revel, and who would like to talk about the revel? Everyone, everyone, everyone. I don't want to talk about the revel at all. Yes, you do. I hate the fucking revel. What really? Yeah, but why? Why do you hate the revel? Then why do you hate it first? Uh, I find it creatively dull. What? Just a giant wrestling match it's, at the it's end. It's boring. Well, see, to me, what I read was it's more of everyone's listening. Everyone's you know you get those plans, you get the challenges, you get. Nothing's happening, so people are just building up that well, anticipation and rage. Well, certainly, there's a lot of emotion that goes through it, right. and this is the release, and it recharges yeah, the carry, exactly. and it's, like, it's fucking important. Right, and right. That's, that's what I was getting out of it. it was, it's, that's that release of that pent-up rage that they're all... The tension. In and the tension, yes, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, 
um, yeah, the worm foe comes out and he shifts the lupus and, you know, knocks some people over and you nip, nip at you a bit and get everyone riled up and run it. And, you know, maybe there are little fights that break out or people are running and hunting through the bond and it's all night and really nothing happens. For, from a standpoint of from writing the story... A storyteller yeah. standpoint, I can, I can it, see why you wouldn't like it. Yeah, yeah, it's boring. There's nothing... A missile's not going to fly. A missile shouldn't. There should not be a missile. No missiles. <laughs> but yeah, maybe that's like, and fight breaks out. You know, End story. It, something, you know. It, it's just there's not a whole lot of meat there because eventually, and you're going to frenzy. Yeah. And then what? I mean, it's it, it's just part of the rubble. No big deal. I mean, I'm just going to describe you frenzying for three hours. Hmm. I'm already bored. Yeah, you're right. Now, you can build stories around that. Don't get me wrong. Right, and I think I think when you frenzy, you do the frenzy roll because that way you know if you know friend from foe. Like, you know, you can recognize and not attack your peeps. That's true, but at that point, because there's no actual danger, you're fox frenzying, and then you wake up in Cleveland. <laughs> and there could be a story there, too. There could be. And that's the thing. You can build stories around it, and, certainly. And the veil breaches. Is a possibility, which is, I think, kind of why they say they started in lupus. At least, well, that's what I'm thinking. It would make it easier for sure to explain. Yeah. You know, um, the I mean, who knows a pack of wolves all of a sudden just start fighting each other. Well, yeah, there's. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the, the delirium's going to do what it's going to do, right? But you can't be responsible. I, I guess you can't be responsible. <laughs> I, guess. I guess for who who sees you or what you do while you're in the thralls of a stupid revel frenzy. Right. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying it's unimportant, and it's absolutely part of the mood, and it's the end of the mood. Mm-hmm. You know that goes on until the dawn. Yeah. You know, in which case, you know, it's like hangover day is the next day. <laughs> right. But aftermath. Just basically. Again, hangover day. Yeah, hangover day. It's yeah. basically hangover day because you've you've drained a bunch of gnosis to the sept. Mm-hmm. You've had the the catharsis of the revel, and yeah, it is important, but it just to role play it unless you have something you've planned on going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, a rival is going to make a move, try to kill you during mm-hmm. the thing. Unless something is going to happen, I just there's nice. I don't care, you know. And you guys ran off for the night, reveled, and it was awesome. It's, just, it's not worth it for me, for our group, for the time that we have. It's not worth wasting right, the time right. describing the fucking revel for twenty yeah. minutes. No, I, yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah, and I think I think ending our our session, you know, at the revel, it is makes the absolute most sense. Yeah, and it's just hey, the end. Yep, yeah. Yeah. shifts to lupus. Knocks over De- Dead Man Dempsey. Dead Man Dempsey switched to Lupus and knocks over his pack, and that continues on. Game. Yeah, you, know, you get it started, yeah, and yeah. then you fade to black. Yeah, right. I, I think that's it's what happens in Vegas. Exactly like what happened last time. Yeah. Didn't last time someone take a shot at somebody too as the rebel started? Uh, I I believe so. It I was feel like someone got sucker punched. Whiplash and uh, Whiplash and Cove. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they had that feud earlier. Yep. That's right. He just he fucking cold cut him <laughs> and then shifted to lupus. Yep. So it wasn't part yeah. of the Wormfo thing. He just he took a cheap dead. shot. Yeah. He took a shot. Wow. He he saw the opportunity. Took a shot. Hey. Hey. 
So. Who knows? <laughs> well, okay, now, because <laughs> that's our set, right? Yeah, right. And, and that was the chronology of the moots. Mm-hmm. And, and we already talked about the get, or mm-hmm. the glass walkers, but you guys had a couple on the different tribes as well, different ideas of the different tribes do. Yeah. I don't want to leave those out. No. And, like, I, cu- I I checked into the Furies because, okay. of course, I did. Of course you and did. And their moots are more ritualistic. Mm-hmm. And their assembly area tends to be, like, an amphitheater. You know, they will they will make one if there's not one naturally occurring. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So they, they like, you know, the Greek amphitheater style. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's very... Um, you know, the the robes and the, you know, quiet and ritual. It's all very, you know, that's how they do it. So that's one of the ones where you better not join in on an opening hell. No, no. And in the beginning, they pay shimmage to their ancestors, to the wild, to Luna, and to the Karen totem. Damn. That's a laundry list, man. That's a yeah. lot of shit. They, they... <laughs> And, like, in their cairns, they're normally, like, they let the wild go. Like, they want the wild in their in their home. Yeah. And they will awaken plants and have, like, dryadic, dryadic <laughs> um, plant spirits playing in the umbra around their bond. Hmm. And they've also been known to booby trap their cairns <laughs> with this horn. It's a fetish horn. And if they blow it, it will roll in this impenetrable fog that only furies can see through. So you better be <laughs> invited before you stroll up there. Huh. That huge laundry list of things that makes sense why it's more ritualistic. Yeah, yeah. And, you know... They're the ones that have, like, you know, the candles and the incense and, you know. <laughs> and that's just Everyone's how got they... a hood up kind of thing. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, that's cool. So, and then there's the children of Gaia. And they can, depending on their their cairn, they can have the drum circle and, you know, the calm and the loving and peaceful. Or they can have a more, you know, violent and warlike mood. It just depends on which, where you are. And which totem? Yeah. Huh. And so, I mean, those are the ones that I checked out. Okay. So, what what ones did you look at? Well, I had different types of moods. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. you know, which is... Mm. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would have fit in a while earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, but I looked into the Actina and the Shadow Lords. Okay. You know, and the, the Actina, they have councils, mm-hmm. um, which is, it's a, it, it's single sept, mm-hmm. or if applicable, they'll invite, and these are just for Actina. Okay. Invite elders or prominent members of nearby neighboring septs. Gotcha. So, you know, it's almost like a, like a neighborhood watch, kind of block party sort of mood. And, you know, we used to party a little too loosely here. Mm. You know, but it's where they get the neighbors together. We go, okay, here's here's the issues. Gotcha. We've been dealing with this. Can you help? Or we chased it off and I might be coming to you. Gotcha. Okay. You know, 
um, uh, it's not so different, you know, except any, you know, any Actina from those steps. It's, however, only elders may speak. Okay. So it's a sit down, shut up, and learn a thing type of meeting. Gotcha. They also have grand councils, which happen once per season. And uh, unlike the grand, it, it's not unlike a grand moot, uh, but it, it's uh, allegedly more of kind of like a check-in kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, though, you know, I'm a girl that the tribes they don't seem to think a whole lot gets done. Okay. But um, I'm going to speculate a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Right. Ooh, I love this. A little bit of speculation time. And I would suggest that it's um, where some of the Actina's famous secrets are swapped uh, or passed on to people more appropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, Kasai Moonwalker is not a young wolf. Right. And if she dies, some of those secrets are going to die with her. they got to get passed to somebody. So maybe, maybe those grand councils, the ones happening four times a year, maybe that's, you know, I think I'm going to die soon. I'm going to pass that shit over there. Also, I'd speculate that it's a great time to check on Bane tenders mm-hmm. to make sure everyone's on point there and to make sure that some of those Banes that are sealed in things that are too large to move around mm-hmm. are also being tended to, are on point. You know, um, we brought up the Sept of the Western Eye. Mm-hmm. I almost said Bygone Vision. That's uh, the Fury one in Greece. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the Sept of the Western Eye, there's something there. That the Actina show up and do something. Yeah. And like the, you know, the children guy, just allow it. They're fine yeah, with it. You yeah. know, it's, it's an open case. You're, you're welcome. You're doing mm-hmm. your thing. We won't ask questions because you won't tell us anyway. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, the implication here is there is something not great. Going on. Yeah. You know, sealed down there that needs to stay that way. And maybe, you know, the leaders of the tribe need to know about this shit, and maybe that's when that business gets done. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it makes so much sense. <laughs> right? And, yeah, they're not going to tell you. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, um, I forget the name of the gift, but it's that one Octina gift where they, they'll tell you something that you will forget by the next sunrise. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. I remember uh, Kasai used that on you guys. Mm-hmm. To read you into something when she got trapped put in a corner and the her role failed. Oops. <laughs> yep. Oops. But um, the Shadow Lords, yep. they have their infamous Shadow Moots, which I'm sure everyone has heard of, but what does that exactly mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why like, I wanted to, to look in these asides, because I knew there was shit like that. Like, what the fuck is a Shadow Moot? Mm-hmm. Why is it so much sin- more sinister sounding? Shadow is a word is not that sinister. But a shadow moot. Yeah. When, oh, it absolutely is. When, <laughs> when you take the shadow lords and you give them shadow moots, oh no. Well, maybe they just do shadow puppets. You don't know. It's not that. Oh. I'm going to tell you, it's not that. I wish it was. <laughs> I don't, so don't be wish tribist. It was. No, I feel, I feel way better about it this don't way. Don't be tribist, Joey. Um, shadow moots, in, in the simplest terms, are major strategy sessions uh, where the high-ranking members of the tribe hash out ways... To do what must be done for the good of Gaia. Okay. Now, yes, that includes who they have to manipulate and step on to do it. <laughs> That's who they have to step I was in the waiting. Back. I was yeah. waiting for that. <laughs> but the goal is what's best for the for the nation. That's, that's okay. the important part. What's best for the goal. Gaia? Gotcha. You know, mm-hmm. look, you can't make an omelet without breaking eggs, and we'll get to that in the Shadow Lord episode. Yeah. 
But, um, and you know, in all fairness, it's, it's true. Sometimes these things, um, they do get corrupted. They do get turned into vehicles to advance uh, the careers or the ambitions mm-hmm. of particular Shadow Lords. But that's something that uh, is frowned upon. Okay. You know, it's not what we're here for. We're not here for your fucking career, Larry. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> you know, we're here to trick the mayor of New York into... <laughs> into you know. doing this thing for our own good. Right. So, who's going to kidnap Mother Larissa's cousin? <laughs> oh, God. Or whatever, you know. I doubt Mother <laughs> Larissa has dust. Right? Probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Just probably. dust Mother in a grave Larissa's somewhere. cousin yeah. is dust. He's probably 130. He's been he, he's out of the pox. I don't know. But <laughs> it is frowned upon to use it for selfish reasons. You know, they mm-hmm. it's an internal thing. That's a story for me. <laughs> okay. And on that note, I think uh, I think that about covers it. Yeah. Um, yes. There was a lot to unpack there. Yeah, certainly. And uh, I think it's about that time. Now, do we uh, do we have a Cubs corner producer, Joey? We do. All right. What do you got for me? Okay. Um, as a longtime GM, I'm looking to run a WTA 20 game. But where does a new game start? As the players themselves, like me, will be new to the system, it's obvious that they will be playing relatively new Guru. So where does a new GM start with the players? A brand new group, uh, new to Werewolf, new everything, huh? Mm-hmm. That's kind of, that's nice, isn't it? Is it? It really is. Well, like, it's, it's nice to know that that's still out there. That still happens. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. That's yeah. cool. Good yeah. Idea. First of all, enjoy. Yes. Um, and because it's the, you know, it's your first outing, you know, make sure, uh, I mean, you have fun. But don't worry too much. You know, it, it's okay to start slow and it, it can get weird. That's fine. <laughs> you know, I mean, just don't worry too much. Can't stream more and having fun. But, um, you know, the Rite of Passage book is I, I have a weird relationship with this fucking book. Okay. How so? Because um, I hate it so hard. <laughs> Like, this is news to me. Like You hate it, but it's got a lot of useful information. I, I have ripped it off three times. <laughs> but you hate what? it. But I fucking hate that book. Well, it's a first edition book. Okay. So, automatically. Automatically. It's, it's like not okay, great. I see why you kind of hate it. Then. Yeah, it's a first edition book. It's like 45% gobbledygook. <laughs> Like, what was that again? Gobbledygook. Gobbledygook. Yeah. Yes. Almost nothing in first edition holds up to 20. Nah. Almost nothing. <laughs> so there's that. Mm-hmm. Even the renown system. Oh, gobbledygook. Yep, it's numbers. It's numbers. I refuse to say that. No, Danny, no. you get, you killed the Thunderworm. Yeah. Take 55,000 honor, six wisdom, and uh, 12.5% for glory. Yeah. Numbers. Yeah, that's your rebound that you have now. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, that's not realistic whatsoever, but thanks. Go- yeah, but gobbledygook. It's, it's nonsense. Yeah. It's stroke talk. <laughs> um, also, I think it's too busy. I think it's too big as a okay. concept. But there are things you can dissect from it mm-hmm. that are useful. And like, I almost hate that I brought it up because... Knowing what parts are useful and aren't <laughs> is something you learn in time. Uh, so, f- fuck that. Just stay away from that book. Forget I said anything. That's for the future. It's for the future of the past, and you can look into it. But um, 
Starting out, you know, if, if your reason, first of all, to bring the group together is a little convoluted, don't worry about that. It's the least important part right now. The part is mm-hmm. you get your group together, and yeah, you definitely want to start at the start. Um, is is a brand new storyteller, you are in no position. And as brand new players, they are certainly in no position to play an Elder Garu of, of any type. You know, you start them out at, you know, oh, we're Clients, and you need more knowledge yeah. about the nation. So would you say starting as a non-changer, you know? I Well, you know, I would go right from the prelude. You know, the book will tell you, you know, you do the preludes and it's, it's the first change the, and how the, you... The book that you told them to ignore? No, the core book. Oh, okay. <laughs> but thank you for the clarification. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, uh, you know, the, the book will tell you about the preludes and all, and maybe start from there in go right from there. Mm-hmm. You know, even, again, if it's a little sketchy right in the beginning, because that very beginning... Is only important for that first few minutes, right? It's only important now. Yeah, and you can <laughs> you can take all three or four kids and throw them in the back of a van with black done, bags. Done it more than once because <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> you know, black bagging your characters is totally cool. Yep, because it's <laughs> because you're not even on the journey yet. No, no, it's the start. Yeah, it, it's you know it's the it's the font you chose for the first letter of the novel. Okay, is what this is. You know that fancy fucking whatever. Some of those, mm-hmm. it's that. So don't be too concerned with that. Worry about what you do when you get the group together. And yeah, have them be inexperienced. And I know that there are people out there who will tell you that you know you can't look. They're not supposed to have their gifts yet. They're yeah. not supposed to have their tribe yet. Okay, they're not. They, they maybe shouldn't have all those stats yet. And I know storytellers who will restrict that stuff, and that's fine. But they're also not factoring in someone whose first game was today. <laughs> so give them let give them have them the it. Fun. Let let them have it, because again, this first story, this first even the first couple, generally speaking, are only important immediately. Well, they're and- they're prelude yeah. to where you're going and who you're gonna be, and that's the really exciting. Shit. I didn't mean to cut you off, Joe. That's okay. And it's one of those things, like, if you, as a storyteller, wanted to restrict my character, mm-hmm. I can understand it. I can conceptualize it. I can see where I'm going to go. Right. If, you know, player X's first game was today, they can't. Right. So, they have a suck-ass character. And they're, and they're just told, you can't. Yeah. Which is not... Something you want to tell new players, no. right? You know, <laughs> you want to make it, it. You want to make it fun, and one of the ways to make it fun is to allow them the crazy shit to a certain point. Sure, you know, um, yeah, you're supposed to. You write a passage to learn your tribe. Correct. I mean, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is that is the book correct answer. <laughs> but then, so you don't have anything going into your Rite of Passage, and you should be doing it alone. Right. And you can do that, but what you have to ask yourself as a brand new storyteller to brand new players, is is that the most fun way to do it? Or do you put them together in a scenario and you let them have their gifts or whatever, and maybe have the... The totem spirits of those tribes come to them during it. Yeah, because and when you got when you're doing it the 
correct book way. You know, you're running a little bit for Danny, and then you're running a little bit for me. And, you know, the rest of the group is just, you know, when you're running the Danny part, the rest of us are just sitting there twiddling our thumbs going, yay, when's it going to be my turn? Yeah, probably getting bored. No offense, brand new storyteller, but it, probably yeah. getting bored. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, give these guys a story and and let them all be part of the story. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and, and I, I do it sometimes still. Yeah. You know, I look at I look over here at Danny and their first story, you know, um, they were told... What tribes they were from. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they happened, you know, but it was like, yeah, no, they've already been claimed. <laughs> no, I remember. And that's how they found out. Because, again, it was, this is a brand new group. They, they've most, they've never role-played before. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, sure, time's a factor, too. If you have the time to do these one-offs with the players, maybe you yeah. can do, but maybe still don't. Because I, I would rather you put them together because now your characters are, are bonding the whole way through. Yeah, I think not, that's a bigger deal. Yeah, not the, that I'm a bonding. werewolf and now I'm being shoved with these other people because. Mm. The bonding of a pack. Right. Let, let it start off strong. You have everyone in this together, even if it doesn't. That's what the golden rule's for. Yeah. Make the tweak. It'll be okay. That's that's my advice there. It, yeah. Was that even semi-coherent? Yeah, it was. Sweet. Getting better. <laughs> <laughs> semi-coherent. semi <laughs> Take it. Side house rules. So we have another segment. Yeah. Oh. Um, we used we used to have. We used to have the Inspirado nope. Grotto. Uh huh. Nope. But but Danny, we have changed it. It's been changed. We've changed it, and we're gonna give a hundred percent full credit to Eric. So Eric, thank you for the suggestion. We've gotten several likes, I guess, on him saying this as well. Okay, but. What, what's the what suggestion? It? Thanks, Eric. We're going with the Galliards Gathering. Okay. 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 Yeah. So. Eric, get your ass on the Discord. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I said it. Okay, so what, what's up with the Galliards Gathering today? Like, I guess, uh... Okay. Do you want to so, go first, Joey? Everybody's pointing to me. I guess I'll go first. Apparently. You had it first. Yours, yours was first. Her so, um, first in our hearts. Yeah. And <laughs> before before I, I state my inspiration for this week, I want to make a correction because you and I talked about wolf blood and the guru scale. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to correct it from a 1.5 to a 2.5. Oh, okay. Because you and I talked about it later, and there are several pieces that i told you that are more guru like yes that's what we did do this yes it's like he, a week he's, ago he's looking at me like i'm losing my mind it was like a week ago um so like a, a 2.5 2.75 on the guru scale <laughs> all right so yeah on to this week's galliard's gathering Mm-hmm. okay so it's a book series by the author patricia briggs and it is the Mercy Thompson series. And the first one in the series is, I believe, Moon Called. Yes, Moon Called. And it has a were coyote as the main character, but she lives right next door to the alpha of the werewolf pack. 
It sounds like a terrible sitcom. <laughs> Thankfully, it's only a book. Um, well, it's a series of books, and there there are vampires and Fay involved minorly, um, but it's it's a were coyote. It's a Nuisha, but they don't call it that. What do they call it? Um, skinwalkers. Damn. I was hoping for something like like a, like a yote. Uh, so I could be like Howler in the Yelp, this fall on ABC. But they do have <laughs> Coyote, the, the totem, yeah. um, actually appears in the book as a on-again, off-again character. That motherfucker's everywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jumping and genres and everything. Like, um, he shows up as like a, a cowboy, old Joe Coyote or something. It's it's really weird. But I I love it. She's She's snarky as hell. And it's it's just a lot of fun. And pants? Um, <laughs> yes, she mark? wears pants. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, how about that? Huh? I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's just, it was in my heart. It, it was nice. in your heart. Okay, <laughs> who's up next? Uh, I got next. Okay. I got next. Um, this is super dumb. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. For Joey's Garu scale. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um... Now, the Garu scale is at a 10 or 5? I forget. It's, five. it's five. whatever's in your heart. <laughs> it can heart. be, yeah. Okay. I mean, we didn't write this down, so you could, we could be irresponsible. Um, on the Garu scale, I would I would give this a solid 4. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Pre- you hear that? Prepare to not be irritated. Yes. Prepare to not be irritated. So. Okay. Um... Man, yours is really dumb. Sorry. Didn't yeah, no, no, it, no, it is. No, you're, okay. it's fine. Because <laughs> it's really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, part of this, the whole idea is, it's not necessarily something that inspires us, but maybe something that could inspire someone else as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not always something. It's not always going to be something we necessarily endorse so much as maybe know about or it happened to us. And uh, wow. in this case, I bring up mine is something that happened to me, and it's a show called Hemlock Grove on Netflix. Mm. I have not actually watched that. Show. I've never heard of this. It's um, it was one of the first Netflix originals. Okay. You know, like season one, Orange is the New Black. Gotcha. Same. You know, we're trying a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and you had like the wolf and like a human arm coming out of the like it was. Yeah, I remember seeing that tile. Yeah. yeah. And it's ran like three or four seasons, and it's it's really more of like an ode, maybe maybe even reimagining, mm-hmm. maybe, of like your your monsters in general. I don't want to say the universal monsters, okay, because then you have specific images of like Bela Lugosi as Dracula, mm-hmm. but you know it's vampires and you know stuff like that, okay, you know, um, and and it's it like it's it's dumb, <laughs> and it's I I don't think it was particularly well acted. And I thought the effects were pretty decent, okay. but there's just a lot to it that I rolled my eyes at a lot, and the further it went, the worse that happened. Now, were you ever in danger of passing out? I was. I think it was the third season. I, I, did, okay. I did black out for three or four days. I rolled my eyes so hard. Gotcha. But, you know, um, it's got no one you've ever heard of it. Also, Famke Jemison. Jemison? No. Jean like Grey said. from the X-Men movies. Oh. Oh, She's okay. been in a million things, so you know her. Yeah. She's her. Gotcha. <laughs> She's in it. That's the only person anyone's ever heard of, I think. Okay. It, you know, unless someone became big and slipped under my Whatever. radar. It's not a great show. It's campy. 
It, it, it's cheesy. The effects are all right. There's, and that might be the thing. There's room for camp, though. There is room for camp, and there is room for cheese. I mean, hey. we watched Suburban Sasquatch for the Patreon <laughs> hangout last month. So <laughs> tell me about crappy movies. Oh, man. And if you're wondering, yes. It was terrible. Oh, it was the best it time, was, though. It was it was so <laughs> Such a awesomely time. bad. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, I didn't like it. I, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it kind of sucked. I'm going to give it like a one on the Garu scale. Mm-hmm. But you can understand where people might get yeah, it leans more like, from it. Yeah, it leans more uh, on, on, on the folklore, you know, the drink from a wolf's footprint and you become one oh. kind of thing. Oh, okay. You know, and so I think there's there's stuff there you could get inspiration from. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it. Gotcha. I, it was like a like kind of I was like kind of hate watched two seasons of it. Mm-hmm. But that can be fun too, and maybe there will be something for you there. Gotcha. You know, like it's not so bad that I look down on someone for watching it and going, "I liked it." <laughs> I go, "I don't understand why," but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fair. Um. So yeah, Hemlock Grove. That's on Netflix, and uh, Danny. I, I don't have something for inspiration. Okay. But what I will say is if you're looking for other opinions and possible possibilities and other people's inspirations, come check out our Discord. I mean, I'm not... Like that. I apologize for the shameless plug in the no. middle of that. Yes, it's our show, but... No good show. Th- there's, there's a lot of good conversation on this Discord. A lot of people, you know, chat back and forth discussions not arguments discussions you know that's something i want to back you up with i think it's something great you know as we've got some we've got some really talented and insightful people mm-hmm. on that discord that's exactly my point in in, in they love a good discussion yes uh, maybe even a good and i'm going to use argument but in the friendliest of terms okay spirited Be- discussion there we go we can we can do that that's it's a, it's a softer yeah. pitch yeah. that's fine um, but the cool thing is, you know, th- this is a group that can disagree, and it's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's no blood feuds. No one's mad at each other. It's we. It's a heated discussion, <laughs> and you might it's walk into idea. it and look at it and go, "Holy shit!" Yeah. But no one's mad. Yeah. I mean, they're they're passionate. But when it's over, everyone's like, "Ah, oh, it was a good talk. We'll see." You. Right. <laughs> and that's kind of my point. Is, is a lot of these discussions, they're they're passionate about what they're talking about. So maybe you can get. Someone new can get some inspiration out of what somebody else has to say. Mm-hmm. Get no. some inspiration out of somebody else's passion. No, I, I, this was this was a great idea. This was, you, you snuck this in. It was, it was good. It was good because yeah, we were we were going there anyway. Because twenty yeah. minutes ago, I had zero. <laughs> mm-hmm. So where do we get to this Discord? Discord link is only on our forums. Now on wh- our website. Okay, and that's RageAcrossTheInternet.com. Correct. I learned a thing. Now, <laughs> finally. Ooh. Now, why? The thing is, is it is. It is. It's locked behind our forms. Yes. Our forms are obviously free to join. Mm-hmm. It's we just don't, an email. We, yeah, we don't care about your personal info. That's not a thing. But what we do is we want you on those forms because we have our game finder. Mm-hmm. And that is a slowly but, but still building, building. Yeah, building database of games out there, Discord games and forum games apparently now. Soon. <laughs> um, so the idea is you, you can come to the site and you can go to that game finder. You can shop for the game that, that's best for you, you know. And those of you out there with your discords, you know, reach out to us if we haven't reached out to you. 
You know, I mean, yeah, we, we ask you, you put a little ad of ours in your Discord somewhere, you know, to, to share the love, but we want to advertise your games. We want people, we want the people you want in your games. We want everyone to find a game, have a good time. Yeah. You know, we also have some cool shit in our forums, character essays. Um, you know, there's, I think, a book review. I feel like there's going to be more of those eventually. Uh, but yeah, I see those coming. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been a very busy guy. You know, we have old articles from the old Nocturnus days, like some really interesting shit, stuff mm-hmm. like on making fetishes and, you know, uh, The Blanket of Anger, which I think is a great study, little short story in, in yeah. Rage, yeah. which um, our Patreon members uh, have recently learned about <laughs> as they got a recorded version of that as a Patreon gift. And if you want gifts, you can join our Patreon as well. <laughs> look at that segue. Oh, look at that, yeah. You know, it's, it's a great, you know, obviously, if you if you have the money and if you want to support the show, we have a PayPal. You can donate, but with the Patreon, we get to give back. Mm-hmm. You know, we do monthly hangouts where we watch a crappy movie like Suburban Sasquatch. <laughs> and have a drink in their hands yeah, and watch we, this crappy movie. We it's do that time. in Discord and have some laughs and a good time. You know, we, uh, we do bonus recordings of various things every month. We're going to start a post-mortem series of uh, our games here. That's this is going to be so cool. To people have asked for stuff. it, yeah. So we're going to dissect those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the NPC of the Month Club for the highest backers, where you get an NPC directly from my character bible once a month. So those are things that Fully if you want, fleshed out character, super detailed. You know, it's um, and it's the character. It's not the stats because right. the stats are what you need them to be. Yeah, right. You know, that's the important thing. Agreed. Um, but so there's that. You know, um, if you like what you're hearing. What should they do, Producer Joey? They should rate and review us. Sounds great. <laughs> oh, those should, are appreciated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, five stars all the way. Um, you don't have to really write anything, but those five stars. It makes a, it's makes a, a huge difference. Super in the, difference. Yeah, behind the scenes. It's a big deal. If you want to write something, we, we enjoy reading that. It's very, very much appreciated. Yeah. You, you can think of words like transcendent <laughs> and exquisite. <laughs> Sublime. Wow. Narcissistic. Danny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they can reach out to you on Facebook. Absolutely. I am I am the arbiter of our of our Facebook. And Joey, you handle our Twitter. I do. That's at Rage Across. At Rage Across, simple as that. Mm-hmm. Danny, you're in charge of our YouTube. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. Now that if you want to listen to old episodes or if you know someone who Rather get their information from YouTube. All of our episodes, our podcasts are going up on YouTube. Also, if you like awkward Let's Plays of a demo of a game. (laughs) Yeah, we do have the the Let's Play of the demo, Part of the Forest. That gets better about halfway through the second episode. It took us a while to get a good rhythm. Uh, I I think it was the drinks. Well. That's a possibility. But, you know, there is more to come on that YouTube, too. So, I mean, it's not just the podcast. so, So keep an eye out for it. Thank you, Danny. And, you know, remember, you guys, it's getting cold out there. So uh, you stay warm. And if that means curling up in a Rage Across the Internet hoodie, well, there's stores right there on our main page. (laughs) But you stay warm out there. Be excellent to each other. And on behalf of everyone here from Summer Rain Studios, we want to thank you for listening. Take care, and we'll talk to you next time. See ya.